pretty simple. Your first line is, my name is Claude. So just repeat after me. Je m'appelle Claude. Je découpe plow. Let's just let's try it again. Okay. Je m'appelle Claude. Je déplie blue. Huh. It's not quite what I'm saying. Really? Sounds exactly the same to me. It does? Really? Yeah. All right, let's just try it again. Okay. Really listen. Got it. Je m'appelle Claude. Je te floupe flee. Oh, mon dieu. Oh, de foof. Hi, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Here I am again in this smoky place with my brandy eyes. I'm talking to myself. You were the one. You were the one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z as we start the C category. Today, speaking about C'était toi. <laughs> which is uh the if we said in america jack the eighth track off glass houses billy's seventh studio album and was released only as a b-side to don't ask me why on july 24th 1980 the ranking of this song which as we know now is billy joel's least favorite song that apparently that he ever wrote <laughs> and, and christopher bonanos elon what are you going to say out of 121 where does somebody like christopher bonanos put or you were the one well i think christopher bonanos does not like when billy makes cultural missteps we saw that with all you want to do is dance he gave it a very bad rating because billy was going for a reggae feel and here billy's trying to sing in french and kind of swings and misses on it. So I'm going to say Bananos puts this at 100. Wow. That was an amazing, what, what would you call it? Uh, a, a breakdown of exactly how he thinks perfectly by the time. I mean, this isn't going to be fun anymore. Now you figured this, <laughs> you've broken the code of Christopher Bananos. He puts it at 109, Elon. You were right on target. He absolutely says, and, it, and he starts with, oh, man. <laughs> you hear the first verse and it's pretty square but okay and then he sings it again in french and you cringe so that is how he ranks this song in the newsday article by glenn gamboa he ranks it a little bit higher at 79 out of 124 the pretty love song is a nice change of pace with its very european sound even before joel starts singing in french for a few verses so apparently a lot of people have trouble with him singing in french on this one the fans Rankin, I think where I would put it, maybe I would even put it a little bit higher, at 75. That's, ironically, in the fan rankings, two above all you want to do is dance and only three above 52nd Street. So I'm not really sure about that. I'd put those two songs way down further. But I like this song, but the French part, I guess I could say, does make me cringe a bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I like it. Musically, I think it sounds really cool and it brings you to that mood that he's trying to you feel like you're at a european cafe 
I would actually rename the song instead of C'était Toi, I would call it Scenes from a French Restaurant. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's perfect. You're absolutely right. But I was nodding my head as you said the whole thing. I love the music. I love the melody. I love the opening. Yeah, it makes me happy. It takes me to that place. But yeah, the French is a problem. He recognizes it, as you know, as we've been doing the research. I know you've seen the same thing. He clearly recognizes there was a problem, and he is embarrassed <laughs> about doing this song with the French speaking part. But I agree with you. Scenes from a French restaurant, perfect. Yeah, and he has said the same thing that Christopher Bonanno said. He has said that this song makes him cringe. And, and not only the French lyrics, he also hates the English lyrics. He hates the, the lyric right in the beginning of the song. Here I am again in this smoky place with my brandy eyes. He really yeah. hates that brandy eyes line. It is a little awkward. It's a little awkward. Maybe I, something I didn't even know that's what the line was. I knew here I am again, but I didn't. I never knew the other part of the lyrics. I just don't. I guess I flip off afterwards knowing he's going to be speaking French soon and I'm not going to know what he's saying anyway. So I just listened to the melody and I've always yeah. really liked the song. I think what I realized this song took me back is that it's possible that Glass Houses is my favorite album as a whole. Uh, this when I was listening to the song, I remembered when, you know, and I, I'm working Nylon Curtain back. Nylon Curtain was my breakthrough you know, where I'm learning about Billy Joel. And then I went backwards and Glass Houses, I've listened to as a whole album multiple times. And I realized how much I enjoy uh, a one time sitting there listening to the album as a whole. And I really do like this song as much as as, as weird as it is. It's a good effort by Billy Joel. You got to give him that. You know, he was trying to capitalize on he had success in France with the song Honesty. He said, I'm going to write another song that's like Honesty, but I'm going to put it in French. And a lot of artists have done that kind of thing. He has said he was inspired by Michelle by the Beatles. It definitely has the same kind of sound as that song. We can all hear that. And other artists have done this, too. I have a list of some other uh, artists who went for it in a foreign language. Well, um, again, before you say that, you're absolutely it's so interesting when he was saying, yeah, so honesty is a big hit in France. He says, well, I'm going to do this song in a little bit of French and I'm going to get a standing ovation every night from these guys. This would be like, you know, doing a follow up to Allentown in the city of Allentown. You know, you talk, yeah. about, you know, just like, well, this one's called Bethlehem, just fully Bethlehem, not just talking about Bethlehem in Allentown. And he would probably think people would go insane. So that's what he was expecting for this. And basically, the audience is sitting there like in springtime for Hitler, as if he <laughs> had just well, the, the, it was, they said because French are so particular, they didn't even know he was speaking French. They thought he was doing it in Polish. So they were like, wait, you're speaking French because you're destroying our beautiful language. You know how French people are. They get really angry if you're trying to speak French and you cannot speak it exactly with the right accents and the right way of speaking it. They get very uptight. So they had no idea his French was so and we don't know either. His French was so bad, apparently, that they were just sitting there in silence with crickets after the song was played. Yeah, because look, French people are snooty. And right. this is a hard one to try. You could do this with a lot of other languages. And I think there'd be a lot more leeway. People would appreciate the attempt. But the French are very like I've been to Paris. If you try to even say bonjour in a store and they hear that American accent, they just don't even want to talk to you. Right. They're like, just stop. 
please. But yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you go for it? I would have done the exact same thing if I'm like, wow, if I'm big in France, this should blow them away. So I get it. So what are the other songs? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so Queen had a similar thing. They did a Japanese song called Teo Toriate, Let Us Cling Together, where it was half in English and then half in Japanese. And apparently that, you know, they had a big following in Japan. So they said, let's do something for our Japanese fans. They capitalized on that. That worked for them. Oh, that worked for them. I was just going to yeah. say, I figured that would, in Japan. Yeah, that's a big deal, right? It's just the French that are the problem. Right. But it has worked. LaBelle had voulez-vous coucher avec moi. Oh, right. Voulez-vous they kept coucher. it simple because they just did. That was like a very simple chorus. That was all it was. Billy's going for all the verses and all these complicated words. He's crazy. Yeah. And he and hired then, a he hired a French teacher to like a like a really big French person to teach him how to say it. Right. Yeah. He got some guy from the French Language Institute. He wrote down some lyrics and said, here, translate this for me. And the guy also taught him how to pronounce the words. But then I think because it then had to be organized in a way that was melodic in French. Billy had to go back to sort of alter the English lyrics a bit. And that's where he got these awkward phrases like brandy eyes. But I'll go for one more song here. And this is my father's favorite example of someone singing in another language. It is it is Harry Belafonte singing the Hebrew folk song, Hine Matov. Oh, I never knew he did that one. Hine Matov, Ebrahim, God, Yah. Is that the one? Yeah, I mean, you got <laughs> you sang it the way Billy Joel sings Cette Toi in French. <laughs> yeah, I, I, our Israeli listeners are cringing right now, just like the <laughs> listeners in Paris were. This next song that we're about to do is from the new state of Israel. It's called Hine Matov. Hine Matov, why would harry belafonte sing that song like that i don't know but it was on his 1960 album it was like live from carnegie hall and i think i don't know he must have had a, a, he like billy joel was smart he said you know what a lot of these record label people are of the jewish faith <laughs> you know i'm in new york city and uh, there's a lot of jews there i'll i'll give it to him good with this yeah he's probably thinking the exact same thing as billy joel you're absolutely right <laughs> Well, anyway, he pulled it off. My dad plays it all the time, and uh, it is it is something funnier. That's even funnier. Did you see the video of him doing this on that French television show? And yes. Every the audience clearly just. I mean, well, the whole band looks like they're falling asleep. And there's a part in the song where he is trying to pick it up, and he's trying to make the band laugh, and they just look angry that they have to play this song at all, or that they're there. <laughs> Did you notice that? I did. And I noticed that Billy Joel had this sheepish look in his eyes the whole time. Like, I'm really sorry that I have to do this in French right now. Yeah, it did. Once he got like past that. the English lyrics, you could tell he was like, well, here we go. <laughs> oh, you're so right. He totally looked like he definitely had a look on his face. Like he's like, yeah, I'm embarrassed. And then, like I said, he was trying to make he was clearly trying to make the band laugh and they were just having none of it. They're just all so angry. They're like, why? Why? Why are we doing this song? And the song doesn't fit on the album at all of his, his rock and roll album they're probably like wait why why are we putting this song on again no no, this is going to be huge in france huge i tell you screams i tell you screams he thought he would be the next jerry lewis he thought they would love him he probably would marry <laughs> marry bridget bardot go hang out with with uh, gerard depardieu he had his whole french life pictured in his mind that never materialized well as uh, i've seen one of the quotes about this song the quote is hey even picasso passed off some stinkers 
<laughs> That's what they say about this one. As you can imagine, Billy Joel has not played this song live very much. There's one documented performance in 1980 in the United States. And then we know that he did do it at the, on this French tour in 1980 where it was so poorly received. It's too bad because I like that bridge where it goes up like, oh, da, 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 da. you know, so I like it when it goes up and it's too, if, you know, if he just um, changed the French back to English, it would be a song everybody would want to hear again. Yeah, you're right. That bridge is great. You got the accordion going, which totally puts you in that mood. And the way he sings it, you can just picture like a swarthy middle-aged French singer going, just belting this thing out. It feels like such a European ballad. And the thing is, if he opened it and just said it was making fun the way he does when he's doing those master classes about how bad he is at French, people would forgive him just because the song is so catchy and great, like all of his stuff that he, you know, the, this guy, every time he just tries something new, it's still good. It's unbelievable, but he loves that accordion. What the hell is him and that accordion? <laughs> is this about an outdoor cafe? Get the accordion guy in here. <laughs> he can't wait to figure out how to use the accordion again. I got one. French cafe this time. Oh. <laughs> you struck gold again, Mr. Joel. <laughs> Well, it's time for the trivia portion of our show. Dave, do you have a good stumper for me? Okay, I got a really good one. I don't think there's any way you can get it because of your age. Say it anyway. Exactly one year after C'était Toi <laughs> was... <laughs> I'm saying it every time. C'était Toi vous les That's, uh, you were the one in French. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I can see your uh, brandy-eyed look at me while I was saying it. So wait, wait, uh, anyway, wait, before you go ahead. So are you telling me that c'était toi does not mean you are the one? I don't think it does. I assumed that it was just the French translation. I'm going to look that up right now. Oh, okay. So c'était toi means it was you. So it's sort of like you were the one, but maybe it was less clunky. Well, how do you like that then? Anyway, exactly one year after c'était toi <laughs> was, <laughs> was released. This handsome dude had a massive 80s hit. The hit song on his follow-up album went to number two on the charts and also had French speaking in it. Who is this person? And since you're never going to know, I'm going to give you a, a clue and a hint. Okay. I'm going to say two words that our audience is going to understand. I feel instantly you will still not get it from this clue, but I'm going to go back to Allentown. I'm going to mention two simple words. General Hospital. Unbelievable. You, you bring out these these soap opera hints that I would never get. Our audience. Okay, now I'm just going to then I'm going to go by. Uh, you said it was a handsome singer. So I'm just going to guess someone who was a, a good looking guy. Uh, was it uh, Rick Springfield? It is Rick. Spr How the hell? What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I gave good clues then. Yes. I, I knew you wouldn't so. get the general hospital one. But yes, it's Rick Springfield. Wow. I thought for sure I was getting the wrong buzzer all ready to go. <laughs> I'm so glad you got it. I uh, that makes me happy. Actually, I, I didn't. I didn't want you to lose, and I want. I didn't. When I make those trivia questions, I want you to get them. <laughs> I'm not trying to actually stump you. So yes, he had Jesse's Girl, which was massive, right? Number one hit, and he was on General Hospital. I'm sorry, that's you. You wouldn't know that, but he's from General Hospital, and that's how he became popular because he had albums like Turnstiles where he had like big albums in Australia and like a one that was kind of big here, like turnstiles, the exact really around the same time. He had like a turnstiles like album, which fans liked, 
but nobody knew who he was. And then he got a part on General Hospital, and then he came out with Jesse's Girl, and then it was just ridiculous. You know, he just became huge. And then he had a follow-up album called Success Hasn't Spoiled Me Yet, which is the worst album you could ever come up with name. And on the song, he had a, a, a song that I is in my head on a daily basis, just like All About Soul for some reason, called Don't Talk to Strangers. And in that song, he, there's a French part, part, but he got smart, and he has a chorus sing it. He doesn't sing it. Genius move. Right. So, he, so he go, he's just like, What's he saying, baby? And then they go like, <laughs> I asked you not to talk to him. You know, <laughs> I'm begging you, don't talk to strangers. You probably don't even know the song, but for some reason, it's in my head all the time. Meanwhile, this interesting fellow, Rick Springfield, who I would get on a podcast any day, had a third album. It was really good. It was called Living in Oz. I mean, this guy should never have even had another album, but he was a really good musician. And every other musicians liked him. It was like being a comics comic. Other musicians were embarrassed to say they like him because he was, you know, the Jesse girls, Jesse's girl guy and General Hospital soap opera guy. So he made an album called Living in Oz, which is really good. And on the cover, it's just a picture of him in a T-shirt. And Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi was going to buy the album, but he couldn't do it because he was embarrassed because you know it's some dude wearing a tight t-shirt and he's like I, I, I just can't do it and I really like Rick Springfield I can't do it which is why Slippery When Wet is just a garbage bag and not their pretty faces on the cover thank you wow you really pulled that around so yeah, the reason Bon Jovi became huge is because people were embarrassed by Rick Springfield's album cover Rick Springfield has inspired uh, and many people and also learned from many people, as he did from Billy Joel in to not sing the French. Do it yourself. Have somebody else who actually sings French do it. Right. Outsource the job. Exactly. Do you have one for me? I do. And this is a similar kind of trivia question. So Billy Joel has French lyrics in one other song on Glass Houses. Which song is it? Ooh. Boy, wow. Why would he do that? I don't, I have, can I pull up the song list? Yeah, pull up the song <laughs> list and then you'll, I think maybe it'll come to you. Now this Glass Houses album, it was big with the young kids. Kids loved it. You know what they said? Hey, there's two songs with French. Is it's up it, my alley. Is it possibly Don't Ask Me Why? It is. Oh, sweet. I just, I, you know, I don't know what section it is, but I can remember there being some sort. I think that's why I get Don't Ask Me Why and this one mixed up. I always thought sometimes when we were looking this up, you'll notice Don't Ask Me Why came up a lot, let alone the fact that it Don't Ask Me Why, this is the B-side of Don't Ask Me Why as well. Yeah, it was like a full, fully packaged French single for the French market. Like Here's Don't Ask Me Why <laughs> with one French phrase, and then here's a whole song with lots of French. Well, that's what he's saying. Don't ask me why I'm speaking French in this. Don't don't ask me why. I'm just I always I wondered if it was like almost self-referential, like because because the lyric in Don't Ask Me Why is now you parlez-vous Francais. Right. Wait, wait, how's that go? Wait, yeah, I got it in my head. Now you parlez vous. No, it? no, the way you had it originally. Oh. Now you parlez vous français. Oh, français, don't ask for answer. Right. Yeah. Right. Excellent trivia question. Excellent trivia question, Elon. Well done. Thank you. So it is time for this week's Weird Elon song parody. And my parody of C'était Toi is Un Chanson pour Fredo, <laughs> or A Song for Fredo. Okay. 
Oh, you're about Godfather, talking Godfather too. too. Yeah, we are. Okay. Here I am again down in Havana with my brother Fredo. I know I was betrayed and he was the one. He was the one. So I grab his face and give him a kiss. And I say to him, I know that it was you. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. Oh, I thought you were going to hit the. I would not attempt the next part. When I ordered a banana daiquiri, I asked how it was pronounced in Espanol. And he said, banana daiquiri. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you slipped up by saying that Johnny Ola had brought you here. <laughs> uh, that was pretty. That I was saying, where is it going until you said you were the one, which was then it worked for me. It's a perfect musical retelling of that famous scene. Well, folks, that was Cete Toi. If you like our podcast, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars and a nice review. We release new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss a single song. Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z and give us some feedback. If you speak French, how bad is Billy's accent on this song? Were you ever too embarrassed to buy a Rick Springfield album even though you really wanted to? Should Billy rebrand this as Scenes from a French Restaurant? And would you like to hear him played in concert without the French lyrics? Let us know. Until next time, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Blé de la blé de blue blah blé. Mais après tout, je sais qu'il n'y a personne, personne qui puisse me sauver. Toi t'es la sauve.